Hey, it's Sage. And I'm Deshaun. And welcome to a very special episode of Unbinding the Binary. A podcast where we get transparent about life, art, love, gender, and so much more. So much more. Just like on today's episode, we had the lovely diva herself, the iconic Islea, got a little bit into her journey to drag up until the present. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. She's amazing. I've mm-hmm. seen her perform. I love her. Yeah. Her new video is fantastic. Oh, yes. Okay. Not already. Islea is her name. The Oracle Shop is a metaphysical boutique located in the heart of Bushwick, Brooklyn. This shop features beautiful and energizing products for the home, body, and soul, including crystals and minerals, as well as ceremonial and spiritual cleansing supplies, jewelry, oracle cards, tarot cards, books, candles, and more. Come visit us at The Oracle Shop, located at 164 Wilson, Brooklyn, New York, one one two three seven. She is known as the lip sync diva of New York City. She is booked, blue, and blessed, and she is here with us today. And we are so excited, everyone! The incredible, I slay. Well, hello, 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 honey. I slay her in the building, yes. baby. What is it? What is it? Yes. In the building, in the flesh. In the flesh, <laughs> darling. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing so well. Like, I can't lie. Like, I feel like I'm living my dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is what I moved to New York to do, honey. I came here to work, create art, and meet beautiful people and that's what we're doing that's what we're doing that's what we're doing we're so <laughs> blessed to have you thank you so much for coming thank you and being our first special guest that's right. the okay. first one the first, thank, okay. you. thank you for popping our cherry Hi. it's not the first time and it won't be the last <laughs> okay so before we get into any details we would like to know what are your pronouns for me anything with respect he she they Anything with respect. In and out of drag. In it? Well, <laughs> in drag, she. Okay, because we are given the real illusion in drag, but out of drag, whatever whatever uh, comes out first. <laughs> okay. I love that. I love he, that. He, she, or they. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rocking with it. Really? I'm probably, I'm just to tell you now, I'm probably going to say her just because that's how I met you and it just rolls off my tongue. But if you're okay with that, Literally, her is the one I'm the most comfortable with. Oh, word. It's something about her that's just like, oh, yeah, girl. Yeah, <laughs> okay, cool, cool. I'm, I had to ask, because if not, you got to let, you know, let me know. So no, I love I it. Him. All right, well, for my first question, okay, you, your humble beginnings. I, I want to know mm-hmm. all about it. Like, how did this all start? Like, how did you come to Islea? Like, tell mm-hmm. us the whole story. Whew, okay, well, buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, strap in. Well, I'm, as y'all know, baby, I am from San Antonio, Texas. 210, countdown, deuce time, repping the tone, say town, what a... Nice. So, honey, I come from there. I was raised east side San Antonio in the hood, you know. And I always knew I wanted to make something happen for myself. I knew my mama, you know, single mother, 
-hmm. raising three kids on her own. I knew that I I knew that I had the work ethic from her. So I was like, I can make anything happen, you know, because I've seen her make everything happen Mm -hmm. with nothing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, if she could do this and I'm on her shoulders, I can take this further. Mm. So I was like, when I found out, you know, doing theater and stuff, I hustled up. I was always smart in school, so I got my grades together so I can go to college, get it paid for. Did that. Went, got my BFA. Honey, moved to New York to pursue acting. Doors started opening for drag, and now I'm a full-time drag queen, honey. Wow. <laughs> Full-time. Full-time. Like, Word. Baby. Word. On and off the books. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> 24 hours 7. Okay. Right. Let them know. Mm-hmm. So where did the name Isaiah come from? It's funny. My real name is Isaiah. Okay. A lot okay. of people don't realize that Isaiah, Isaiah, uh. it's in the name. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just like the single, honey, which we will be talking about later. Okay. And getting into it. <laughs> was that intentional? Like, when you realized it was Isaiah, like, were you like, wait a minute, or... Like, well, it's a funny thing. I when I was in at Texas Tech University, honey, welcome Tech. <laughs> <laughs> I had was working with this girl named Danielle, and she was like, "Baby, you should change your name to I Slay because you always slay." Okay, and I was like, "Let me keep that in the back of my head." Yes. So when I went out, <laughs> I went to a drag competition, and I met who is now my drag mother, Zaria Powell. And I, she was like, okay, so what's your name? I said, Isleya. <laughs> and she wrote it out. I didn't even know how I was going to spell it. I saw how she spelled it, and I was like, that's it. Isleya, <laughs> oh <my laughs> A, honey. It's in the name. That's epic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you said drag mom. What was her name? Zaria Powell, baby. Zaria. Now, was she the first one to help you get into drag? How did, how did that experience come about? What was, well, your first, what was your first experience? Literally, she was... I came to New York, and people had been telling me, just try drag, just try it. So I was like, okay, I'll go out to some bars and try to figure it out. I went to the Monster Bar. She used to uh, host an Off With Her Head competition. <laughs> and I was there on a Sunday night just watching it. And I came up to her, I was like, I'd love to try this out, you know. I've never done it before. And she was like, I'll help you. She said, but if you ever cross me, I'll destroy you. Ooh. And I said, oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and she got me together, honey. Like, she taught me makeup. She gave me a, a lot of my first outfits. Her and my, I guess technically my drag sister, Abilio, Karen Groceries. Mm. We used to just, I used to just go over there after work, honey. They were teaching me how to paint, teaching me how to pad, teaching me how to give the illusion, go to that competition. The performance was something I've always had. Okay. I didn't need nobody to show me how to perform, honey. I had that down. Okay, because she got the BFA down. Okay, okay, honey. I didn't do all that goddamn Shakespeare training for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the performance, no one had to help me with that that much. There was some nuanced things, but, you know, little stuff. Mm. But they did, took me under their wing, taught me everything they knew, and now Isla is here. She is here. A star was born. A star is born. And also, that's the beautiful thing about community. Like, they didn't know me. You know, like, I just came in, a little black gay pretty boy, (laughs) and they opened their arms to me. And that's why I've always 
I always try to make room for the new girls. I always try to make room mm. for the person that wants to work and wants to eat because I was that person. Mm-hmm. And if nobody gave me a shot, you know, how would I have gotten here? Right. So I'm like, right. I'm always trying to, I leave the door open. Once I open the door, I leave it open and be like, come through. Wow. wow. You know? That's beautiful. And honestly, like, I can attest a little bit to that because that's how I met you. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, really? yeah, yeah. I was working this gig as a bartender and she was there. I was worked it twice. The first time I was there, she performed and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, like who is this queen? Like I'm obsessed. Like, and then when I came, yeah. And then when okay. I came back the second time, um, she performed again and I was like, I have to like get to know her. And I went downstairs <laughs> And I like peeked my head in, and she was like, "Come on in, have a seat." And then <laughs> set me down, and I was just sitting there like, "This is like so cool." I, I went home and told my partners, I was like, "Oh my god, I had the most amazing night." So like, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you so much. Like, seriously, it, it meant a lot. <laughs> oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And you, we still got to get you out to a shower. Yeah, I know. We got to get you out to all this work and <laughs> things, but you know, it's it's yeah, we we, we coming. <laughs> Trust me. And you know, she is booked, y'all. You know, if you want to see where I'm at, follow me on Instagram. There you go. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So, okay. In, in with this also too, like I noticed that your color is like your signature color is blue, as I mentioned. Okay. How did that come about? Kind of on accident. I was doing um, as a a lot of people have already seen my photo shoot paying homage to the Queen, Lil Kim. Yes. And I just I was like in her all blue crush on you look. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was just something about that blue was just hitting so right. I said, let me let me just play with this color a little more. So over time, I just kept getting blue shit and blue shit and blue shit. And I guess my color's blue now. Wow. <laughs> so what she is your actual was. favorite color? <laughs> my actual favorite color is probably like, I don't know. I like earth tones. Okay. I like earthy. Ooh. I like, you know, the, those deep reds, greens. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Those are like my favorite colors. But I slay his favorite color is blue. (laughs) And you mentioned little Kim. Baby, the queen. The queen. (laughs) The queen, honey. Mother of of rap and hip hop. So would you you say that little Kim has somehow inspired I slay his look or drag performance? You can definitely say that. Little Kim, one thing people fail to realize a lot of times is she is a fashion icon. Mm-hmm. Little Kim was turning hood rat into chic, turning hood rat into fashion. She was one of the, I would say her and Mary J. Blige were like the first ones to really be like ghetto fabulous, but okay. fabulous, you know? Mm-hmm. She had it going north. Ah! <laughs> yes, come on, queen. Literally. I like, love that. Little Kim is a huge inspiration, huge. I'd also say Mary. You know, I love me some Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. I Lily, if you look at my phone, Whitney Houston's my screen. Yes. Oh, which, yes. Which, which Whitney? Baby, oh, I mean, I love all the Whitneys, but the one on my phone is uh, so emotional, Whitney. She's yes. like performing. Yes. <laughs> Give it to us. I would say, honestly, Whitney Houston, her, there's something about her that I relate to on such a deep level. Mm-hmm. I feel like she, we have a very similar story. She came out of the gutter, you know, came out and was a girl who people probably wouldn't think much would come from her life, you know, mm-hmm. little black girl from the, in Jersey, but with a gift, you know, and mm-hmm. with talent that was mm-hmm. bigger, you know, that you can't, you couldn't hold her back because that light is going to shine regardless. Mm-hmm. 
And it's something about that that I've always related to. Because I've always felt like that. Like, you will never dim my shine. Mm. Especially after all the years, how long it took me to just embrace loving myself. Oh, motherfucker, you damn sure ain't gonna have me Ooh. retreating back to no, you know? Yeah, that's right. Ain't nobody shutting me up. Ain't nobody gonna hide me. I slay us here. Mm. <laughs> and they can't take that away from you, huh? Boom. Words of Mariah. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> exactly, honey. No. How, how did you, like, tap into this confidence? Was, did, was I slay a part of that, or... You just were like, me first, and then that came. It was a lesson I learned early in life, if I'm being honest. Early in life, because, I mean, I mean, y'all know how it is. Growing up black and being different. You know, like, I didn't know what gay was. People were calling me gay before I even knew what that was. <laughs> you know, and I was like, what is gay? What is, what do you mean I got sugar in my tank? You know, like, I just learned early on, you have to protect yourself. And part of protecting yourself is standing up for yourself, vocalizing your opinions, mm -hmm. and not letting nobody hold you back. It, it took a long time. And I will say also, you know, hey, we, we chat and we keeping it real. Right. When I was diagnosed with HIV, you know, that taught me, oh, I can get through anything. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, people told me being black was gonna make it harder. It did, but it ain't, I'm black and proud. People told me, oh, my God, you have HIV. Are you going to drop out of college? Are you going to? No, I'm going to go continue to make all of my dreams come true. I know that's right. I know. Life don't stop. We in 20, we, what do, I mean, back then it was, you know, I forgot what the year, but it was a little while back. But, yeah. <laughs> but even then, I like, we live in a new era. HIV ain't the end of the world, right. honey. No, and with not. And with the medications, it's like, honey, we have all the tools to actually end HIV. You know, now. So it's like if, if we get rid of this stigma and just look at things for what it is, we're fine. We're fine. And I'm going to keep thriving. Yeah. I, you know, people try to make HIV a sob story. I'm like, honey, it's not a sob story for me. It's a triumphant story. It's a story of resiliency. You know, it's a story of I am that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and you came to slay. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Honey, I love to let people know, like, I'm successful and HIV positive. What? Uh, <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you for being so yeah. like, open with us. Like, thank you. Like, honestly, thank you. you have to. Be, you have to be because there are so many people out there. I mean, there are a lot of drag queens who I know who are scared to, uh, you know, come out as HIV positive or, and it's a shame you have to come out as you know, like right. There's so many people afraid to just accept the thing, the cards that they were dealt. We can't control this shit. Mm -hmm. It happened. It doesn't define you. Let's keep it moving and keep prospering. Your life's gonna keep going. You still breathing? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. You know? <laughs> wow. 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 That's how it dark. People needed to hear that. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. needed to hear that. Somebody Seriously. out there that is struggling with the disease that still feels, you know, that maybe their family doesn't understand or their peers don't understand. <clears throat> they needed to hear that. Mm -hmm. Oh. Well, I'm glad I could tell y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Life goes on. It goes on. So, let's go back a little bit. Because we were talking earlier about quarantine and what that was like for you. Mm -hmm. And that embryonic stage that we mentioned. We'll get back to that. But mm -hmm. let's go back to pre-pandemic, back to 2019. Oh. The Polish Queen mm -hmm. competition. <laughs> okay. Miss Honey Davenport. Yes. <laughs> I love Honey Davenport. How was that experience for you? It For me, it let me know I was doing the right thing. I was only doing drag for a couple months at that point. Literally. Really? A couple of months. 
But that when I tell you I had a I came into such a supportive group of people. Like they helped me get all my package together. I had a sugar daddy at the time, you know, he dropped a couple stacks, you know. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, give me, okay. If you want to give me the stack, somebody need to teach me, okay? Because I'm just like, listen, there's bags okay. to be given. Okay. Okay, to be dropped. Listen. Okay. But, listen. Yes, so, the polished queen. Yes, yes. <laughs> and she told me what she said. She said, that is drag. I think it's it was what Honey Davenport mm-hmm. told me. She said, you came in and you changed the whole feel of the room that is yeah. drag and I said that is true that is what drag is you know like that is drag is it's something about seeing someone so into the illusion so into the art so into the creativity and believing it it, it makes you believe in yourself that is you know that is, yeah. because one would think right okay like you transformed yourself mm-hmm. but to step onto stage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm and transform the entire room. Boom. It's truly magical. It really is. It, it, it's thr- It's invigorating. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. That's I think gift. that's why drag works. It's because it, it really just teaches people believe in yourself. It inspires. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's the power of it, at least. That's the power of drag for me. Mm-hmm. And baby, I'm going to use that power for as long as I can. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, with the way you're going, it's, it's, that's going to happen anyway. Okay. So don't worry about <laughs> what'd you say? What'd you say? Booked, blue, and blessed. Yes. Yes. I'm still in that one. <laughs> Do it, please. Booked, blue, blue and, and blessed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> yes. I love it. Love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. And hey, can we talk about how your hair is laid? Okay. Laid. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's a little thank. birthday moment. My birthday is next Tuesday. Oh, okay. So oh, be all paying attention. Yeah, episode two. Right. <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, we're going to do a whole you. little moment for that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I had to switch it up. They're probably like, girl, every episode she's doing <laughs> Listen, we're giving you a whole. Slew and variety of transformations in different ways. (laughs) Let them know, baby. (laughs) So bringing it to 2021. Oh, okay. Where is I Slay It Now? Like, what's happening now? Like, I know you just released your new single, so we got to hear all about that. (laughs) Like, yeah, go ahead. Fill us in. This year has been... I've accomplished a lot of milestones. Mm. You know, I have... Coming out of that pandemic... I was in the pandemic. I was able to work a lot, mm-hmm. thankfully, but that wasn't the case for a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it was a different vibe. You know, we had to have our little face shields, the crowds over there, you know, very socially distant, you know, okay. following the rules, mm-hmm. <laughs> vaccinated, you know, <laughs> right. fully back. Did you get your jab? Okay. <laughs> very that. But literally that allowed me to make a big name for myself. So coming into this year, I was just able to just, do everything I wanted to do. I, mm-hmm. One of my biggest uh, accomplishments, I love working with the Suburbia and doing a lot of community work with Bledgens, getting um, POC performers booked. You know, we go, it's in Mariah, Maria Hernandez Park. We do it once a month and we will bring out the girls or the boys and everything in between, you know, whatever they identify mm-hmm. as a performer. Mm-hmm. And honey, get them they do one number get paid at least 200 you know at least okay and the in in front of the park it's a free show but they tip you know they tip yeah. because they support what we believe in 
and they support local artists. That's that's one that I'm really proud of. And that was through the quarantine. Literally. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then also my music video dropped. Oh yeah. I play it's in the name. Available on Spotify. Okay. <laughs> and that was crazy. It kinda came out of nowhere. Okay. It mm-hmm. came out of nowhere. I had did a video shoot with my good my girl Mesa. She had booked me to do be Whitney Houston. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for her music video. And we're just going around. T- <laughs> I can't wait for that one to release because that one's funny. <laughs> we're just going around town. I'm Whitney Houston and we're just acting a fool. But from that, um, her and her husband, they produce music and write. So I went up to their place, up, you know, up in the Bronx. We, you know, had a blunt roll. And I was like, I, I got some lines. I like, I don't really know where to go, but let's see. I knew I wanted to start bad little bitch with a pot belly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was something about that. I was like, let me keep going on that. Bad little bitch with a pot belly. Corset tight and she shake a jelly. Thick like the cows up in New Delhi. See through these hoes like vermicelli. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hold on, rewind it. Baby, That we do that part twice in the beginning to really hit them. Mm-hmm. I love that song. So it just came off the top of your head, like it just rolled on out. All of that. It literally—that's the way I work. Like I I, it, it has to just—it has to be easy for me. Okay. If I have to mm. force it, I'm like, okay, maybe it's not right now. You know, that it makes me think like, mm. okay, it's it's for a different time. But that it happened so easily. Then he also had the connections to shoot the video with um, Bolex Studios. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They hooked me up with an incredible treatment. Walked to this beautiful studio. It, it, it looked like the single lady studio. Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, I am Beyonce herself. Yes. Yes. Blue Yonce. <laughs> okay. And you brought out the blonde hair. So Baby, you, know okay. I mean? you know what mm, I mean? Honey, inches. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm extremely proud of that. And then I'm also proud to be having solidified weekly gigs. Mm. You can catch me every Tuesday, Hardware Bar. You can catch me every Wednesday at the Ritz. You can catch me uh, Bird Events Brunch, Saturdays, Sundays, City Winery, Chelsea, uh, Hard Rock Cafe in Times Square. Then I'm all over Brooklyn. Every first Sunday, come on, everybody. Uh, once a month, we're at All Night Skate doing aunties. And then, you know, a plethora of guest spots. You know? I mean, booked. Booked. Okay. booked blue and black. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just, I'm just thankful. Wow. Extremely thankful. I, I can't. That's the only word. Thankful. Wow. wow. Well, with that being said, go ahead and like take us like we about to <laughs> let the people see this wonderful video for this song. So go ahead and let them know. Like introduce your song, your give video them, to the people. Give them the 106 and Park. Yes, too, yes, exactly. Yeah. No, literally. Yes, exactly. Well, honey, it's your girl Isolea, honey, debuting her new single, baby, right here. Unbody the binary, please get into it's in the name. <laughs> Head up. Sit tight and she shake the jelly. Stick like the cows up in New Delhi. See through these hoes like 
bitch with a pot belly Corset tight and she shake a jelly Thick like the cows up in New Delhi See through these hoes like vermicelli Player ain't playing no games Cameras up, catch these frames Yo man keep looking my way Cue, if my ring can pay This one's looking scandalized Your heart's gonna be vandalized Looks like I got some hoes to tame I slayer, it's in the name It's in the name It's in the name Looks like I got some hoes to tame I slayer, it's in the name It's in the name It's in the name Looks like I got some hoes to tame I slayer, it's in the name Please remember to always tip your queens. You can tip Islea via Venmo at Islea underscore official. Hey, I'm Rob and welcome to Bingers. Bingers is retail's newest bargain experience. View the catalog online at www.bingers.fun. Bingers opens every Friday with entirely new merchandise from the week before. Any items unsold on Friday for $10.99 are reduced to $8.49 on Saturday, all the way until all the items are only $2.99 on Tuesday. After Tuesday, we close, clean up, and start all again the following Friday. Bingers Bargain Bins is located at 1949 42nd Street, Astoria, New York, 11105. Bingers. Islea, it's in the name. The new single by Islea, available now for download on Spotify. Once again with the lovely Islea. Yes, yes, okay. yes. <laughs> so we just spoke a little bit about the quarantine mm-hmm. and I think you mentioned some in-person performances. Mm-hmm. But could you tell us a little bit about how perhaps digital performance was for you and how that transferred over? Oh, I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I mean, honey. And during the pandemic, I was doing every online thing, making those videos, you know, sending them, 
And it, it, I learned a lot because, I mean, at first I wasn't even putting the music over the track. Like, <laughs> I would play it in the back, set my phone up, and just give you a straight lip sync on it. <laughs> and the people were like, girl, you got to at least put the music over the track. <laughs> okay, get a little, you know, tech savvy. Right. Okay. Learn as you grow. Learn as you grow. <laughs> as <are> we. <laughs> I live. But I mean, I had my own show, uh, Slay Days. I did it every Wednesday. And I had a loyal following. Like, I, I would have at least 10 folks up in that thing. Yes. <laughs> and honey, they would they tipped handsomely. I will say that. I was, okay. I was making, I was averaging like 150 to 200 a week off of the online from my Slay Days wow. show. Loyal fan base. I had people, loyal supporters. And it also gave me an opportunity to show skills that I hadn't gotten a chance to show in the bars. Because up until that point, I was just a competition. So they don't give you the mic at a competition. People didn't even know I was a host. <laughs> now I mainly host. You know, like, that's mainly what I do. But it took those um, online shows to show people, oh, wait, I Slayer really does. Slayer. Wow. You know? But so, yeah. So basically, like a lot of your drag growth, if you will, happened during the pandemic. That's amazing. I'm the type of person like I need that time to think and recharge and make a plan. And the pandemic gave me all the time I needed to just fuck bitches up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, these girls aren't ready. I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> My bad, girl. Because <laughs> I'm coming for you. Okay. And your gigs. <laughs> Damn. Let them know. Let them know. So, okay. With Are you a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race? I have to ask. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. And what do you, okay, what do you think about the show? What, and how do you feel like, like Drag Race has like contributed to the culture of drag in general? I mean, first off, how incredible. Is it that a black queer drag queen mm -hmm. has created something that has jump started the careers of hundreds, <clears throat> hundreds of drag queens? Mm -hmm. And the trickle down of that, you know, like right. you, right. you you put these drag queens and then they employ people and then they employ people and then, you know, bookings. And there's so many people eating because of drag race. I don't think RuPaul gets the proper credit. You know, oh. I think of people that oftentimes, and I think a lot of it has to do with racism, honestly. Okay. Mm. Being black, they don't, they're literally white people watch Drag Race and they don't, they say these racist things. And I'm like, do you not see a black drag queen host in this show? Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, it's crazy to see, but I'm like, RuPaul, I'm another huge inspiration. Yeah. A yeah. huge inspiration. I never thought of that actually what you just said about like how it trickles down like in my mm -hmm. mind I mean obviously you know there's queens that are like some of the queens I, lo I love you know are mm -hmm. from drag race but mm -hmm. I never thought about the fact about them employing people and then like and how like these companies and things that are I never thought about that but you're absolutely right there are thousands of people eating because of RuPaul wow. pay respect okay pay, wow. pay, pay, homage. pay homage okay right right honey let the girls know <laughs> Hopefully one day I'll be blessed enough. I, I was just <laughs> finest yeah. and black excellence. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just about to ask that. Like, do you have any plans on auditioning? Like, making that oh, happen? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I would love. I would love to. It would be such a. I'm a. I'm very competitive, so I'm like the idea of it really is like, 
I love the idea Ooh. of like getting on there and just eating hoes up and sending bitches home. Yeah, I, I do love that. <laughs> but also representing, showing the world who I am, getting a chance to broaden my horizons, broaden my scope, do what I love on a grander scale. Mm-hmm. I, that that is very appealing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they just announced, you know, twenty uh, season 15. Oh, so, you know, I, 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 I got a couple messages about it. Yeah, we, <laughs> we need to make that happen, okay? I would, the people were sending it to me. I'm like, oh, look. Yes, I would love to see you on Drag Oh, my God, I'd love to see you on Drag Race. Please, please make it happen. Yes. I'll be, honey, I'll probably, uh, I'll either accidentally be Miss Congeniality <laughs> or, or they would just have me be the villain, honey. I'd be in the... <laughs> I be in my confessionals that. roasting the girl. Mm, we not claim no villains, no villains, no villains. No villains. Honey, no I grew villains. up with Tiffany Pollard. I love the villain. <laughs> I love the that villain. part. I was watching Flavor of Love rooting for Tiffany to win. I was like, get your man, girl. Get your man. She wanted don't him the most. Don't spit, though. Exactly. Don't spit. Don't spit. <laughs> right. Right. Don't Save that for the bedroom, honey. No spit. <laughs> That is hilarious. Oh my goodness. Sorry, okay. <laughs> but I mean, you know, branching out, hey, singles out, videos out, EP could come out. We spoke about that during the break. Literally, I do want to do more music. Okay. Mm. There may may or may not be a remix to It's in the Name Coming Soon. Yes. Oh. We any, gonna... any special guests on that remix? Oh, not officially yet, but I have some girls in mind who... Okay. Some other girls okay. who it's in the name. Oh. In the name? I got some ideas. Oh, that's going <laughs> to be hot. That's going to be hot. Well, I mean, you've given us so much. Like, again, <laughs> thank you so much for, like, being our first yes. guest. Like, honestly, like, it's, it's such an, an honor. honor. Yeah. <laughs> thank yeah. you all. Like, it, black people supporting black people, you yeah. know, especially other black queer people, you know, like... Mm-hmm. We all we got. Mm-hmm. We are all we got. So it's like we have to embrace each other, lift each other up, and we have to do interviews. Yeah. Yes. 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 And that's exactly what we would like to do here. That's right. Um, on Unbinding the Binary. Yes. And you have blessed the couch, honey. Yes. Thank you so much. So something that we've been thinking to ask a lot of our guests as they come on the show is um, through your journey, in what ways... Do you feel, have you unbinded the binary for yourself? Mm. I mean, for me, it, whew, bef- before I even was a drag queen, I was always pushing against the system. Like, I, I hate, mm-hmm. I just have always hated this weird, all of these rules that are put on people because of their genitalia. Mm. How come I have to be this way because I have a penis? How come I have to do these like literally your genitalia for some people, it tells you what jobs you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. It tells you what your life is gonna be like. How about I make those decisions for myself and I'll let you know. You know, like, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, I understood the assignment. Exactly. <laughs> okay, right. Not right. the one you assigned me though. Right, right. right. Yeah. So I'm like, it's, it's just about accepting yourself, embracing yourself and not living by anyone else's rules. Which is, that's what drag does. Drag just lets, drag reminds you that this is all a construct. Drag Mm -hmm. reminds you that, why can't a man wear a a wig and a six inch pump in a dress? (laughs) And honestly, there are, you know, not, and not saying that drag is just men, but that's just one example of how it, you know. Mm -hmm. Because then when you see drag kings, honey, why can't a woman, you know, tape them 
boobies back okay. <laughs> and give you the full masculine macho fantasy. Yes. Right. Why not? Right. Yeah. We're, we are everything and we are nothing. You know, we're all mm. of these things. Embrace it. Embrace yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Embrace it. Well, thank you so much. I slay ya yes. <laughs> for you. coming here. And like I said, blessing this couch, honey, because <laughs> the vibes, the vibes. Yeah. <clears throat> honey Davenport definitely said it best. You have transformed the room, truly. Yeah, oh, truly. absolutely. You absolutely. Have. Thank y'all so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you. But we will be back after this. Please remember to always tip your queens. You can tip Islea via Venmo at Islea underscore official. The Oracle Shop is a metaphysical boutique located in the heart of Bushwick, Brooklyn. 164 Wilson, Brooklyn, New York, 11237. The Oracle Shop. And we are back. We once again want to thank you so much for oh. joining us and being yes. our very first guest. It has been such a pleasure to get to know you. Um, I can't wait to see more of you, like all around, including Drag Race. Oh, um, <laughs> just go ahead and put that out in the universe. Putting that out there. Okay. <laughs> Putting it out there. Not only not only see you on Drag Race, but winning Drag Race. Let's go ahead. You know, we just, we gonna go ahead and manifest that that part. That I part. I felt that mm-hmm. in my body. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So speaking of all of that, go ahead and tell the people where they can find you and where we can see your performances, all of that. All right. Well, baby, you can find me on Instagram and Venmo at Islea underscore official. That is Islea underscore official. <laughs> Honey, every Tuesday, catch me at Hardware Bar for Hype. Every Wednesday, catch me at Ritz for Bad Bitch. On weekends, you can catch me at City Winery on Saturdays in Chelsea. Okay. For Bird Events Brunch, you know. Sundays, you can catch me Times Square, Hard Rock Cafe, also for Bird Events Brunch. Every first Sunday, come on, everybody. And once a month, aunties with my girl, Suburbia. Follow me on Instagram to keep up. Don't worry, don't worry. It's all on Instagram. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all in the bio. It's okay. It's all listed. It's all in the name. It's all in the socials. It's all listed. Yeah. It's all in the name. Hi, Slaya. Speaking of Instagram, you guys can go ahead and follow us at unbinding.the.binary as well as on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And we just premiered our Yes, we just premiered our very first episode on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. So you can now keep up with us on YouTube. Just type in Unbinding the Binary. We will pop up and you can watch all of our shows. We'll be like premiering them every other Tuesday. Every other Tuesday. <laughs> oh, and you can also find us on Twitter. Um, our Twitter handle is Unbinding Binary. Just Unbinding Binary. That's it. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Thank you so much. Episode three. Yeah. Episode three. <laughs> Thank uh, you. You definitely have to come back at some point. Oh, oh I will. Yes. I'll be back. Honey. Yes, please. Y'all right in my hood. Y'all right in my hood. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for tuning in with our wonderful guest, the incomparable Tesla. <laughs> we will see you next time. Thanks be sure to follow us on Instagram at unbinding.the.binary. Email us 
at unbinding.the.binary.podcast at gmail.com.